0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Because I'll tell you quite frankly, there's a lot of things that God wants to do that unless you get in agreement with God, they will never come to pass. Somebody said, oh, if it's the will of God, why, it'll just happen. And if it's not, it wouldn't happen anyway. Well, now, there's some things that'll happen, whether you believe it or not. Jesus is coming back. Whether you believe it or not, He's coming. Your unbelief is not going to change that. But there are some things that your unbelief will change when it comes to the promises of God and entering into the provisions that God has made then your unbelief can change some of that. You can change it for the better, you can change it for the worse, depending on what you release out of your mouth through your words and how you speak about it. So you see God's method here. When He declared a thing and somebody didn't agree with it, see, they didn't conceive that word, they didn't receive it, then He rendered them speechless until it came to pass. And you'll notice as you read on here that after... Everything was performed as God said, and they named the child John. Notice after the birth, he still couldn't talk. Until, see, they was trying to name him Zacharias. After his father and Elizabeth said, no, we're going to call him John. They said, Why, there's none of the kinfolk to call John. And they said, Well, we're going to ask Zacharias, what are you going to call him? Well, he couldn't talk. Even after the child was born. See, a lot of us would be better off if we couldn't talk sometimes. If we talk unbelief, he'd be much better off. But when they gave him a writing tablet and he wrote on it, his name is John, his tongue was loosed. See, he had got in agreement with God at this point. And you see, God will do some things sometime because he's declared it and it's something that's not conditional. And he just kind of forced the subject. But you see, he didn't just say, well, just let him go ahead and talk unbelief, but we'll just make it happen anyway. There's some things God can't even do if he can't get some people to be quiet. I want to let that hang there just a little bit so you get a hold of that. <laughs> now, let me show you the opposite end of that right here in this same chapter. As he, we're talking about the power of words and how these words can affect things. This same angel appeared to Mary. And said to her, you know, this story here is read, we'll not take time to read it all. But he said, you're going to conceive and bear a child. Well, now, Mary, she didn't get into unbelief. But yet, she asked a question here. And she said, how, seeing I don't know a man? That's a perfectly legal question. She said, I just don't understand this. Well... He went ahead and explained to her, said, The Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee, shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. See, that's verse 35. Now notice what happened to her then, what she did, down in verse 38. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word, and the angel departed from her. Now, you know, if God's going to give the same treatment to everybody, why didn't he strike her dumb? God's no respecter of persons. Why would he strike Zacharias dumb and not strike her dumb? I mean, he brought a message to her just like he brought to Zacharias. The problem was Zacharias didn't have faith to conceive it. And God didn't have time to preach faith to him. (laughs) And they just stopped the unbelief. Because, you see, you can release negative forces, forces of fear and doubt out of your mouth and transmit that not only to yourself, see, but to other people. The Apostle Paul says, Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to edify, that it may minister grace to the hearer. Our words should be filled with faith, and it should minister grace to the hearer. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, who is the number one hearer of what I say? Well, if you look in the mirror, you're looking at him. You are the number one hearer of what you say. You're the one that hear it first. First you hear it in your thought, you know, up here. You think it. Then you speak it. Now, see, we got on this in one of the sessions. I want to hook back up on it here and show you what I'm talking about. We talked about you hearing your voice on a tape recorder. When you heard it, it embarrassed you because it didn't sound like you thought you sounded at all. The reason was that you'd always heard yourself mostly with the inner ear. If you plug your ears up and speak, it's louder to you. Why? Because your inner ear is picking it up. Your voice is picked up by the inner ear. And it is fed directly into the human spirit. This is the way you get God's Word in your heart. This is why faith will come more quickly if you speak God's Word. Is because your spirit will receive the words you speak quicker than it will receive the words that I speak. I can stand up here and read the Word of God to you, but it won't get faith in you near as quick as if you speak the Word of God and declare God's Word yourself. It is your speaking that has a force that enters into your human spirit, and you receive it. That's why Proverbs says, write these things on the table of your heart. That's the way you write these things on the table of your heart. It's by speaking them. And the psalmist David says that my tongue is as the pen of a ready writer. That's how you write God's Word on your heart. That's how faith comes. Faith cometh by hearing the Word of God. Well, to hear it has to be spoken, and when you speak it, that is the quickest way to receive faith. You can get some faith by hearing me speak it, but it'll come more quickly if you quote it yourself. That's the reason we teach so much on faith and confession, because confession is to your faith like thrust is to an airplane. If you don't have some thrust, that airplane is not going to get off the ground. It's heavier than air. You have to have something to pull it through the air, a thrust to get it through the air, because there's a law of lift that supersedes the law of gravity. You don't stop the law of gravity from working when you get an airplane. You supersede the law with a higher law, which is the law of thrust and lift. You get in there and look out, you know, me and my wife, and we came, <laughs> if we'd got an airplane and i looked look out on the wing and said, Honey, I don't see any lift on this wing today. Is there any over there? she'd look out and say, I don't see a thing. We can't fly today. There's not any lift. Now, see, that's a good example of being able to see things you can't see. Actually, that lift is not there. The design is there that'll create it if you've got the thrust. But without the thrust, there is none there. Well, how do I know when I get to going 70 knots that there's going to be enough lift on there to lift this airplane off the ground? Because if it doesn't, we're going to be in the bow, in salt bow in just a minute. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Because it's right at the end of the runway. But you have faith in the unseen. How did I gain faith in the unseen? With words they told me. This wing is designed aerodynamically that when wind passes over, air passes over this wing, it creates a low pressure area on the top of this wing because the air travels further over the top than it does under the bottom, so it has to go faster. And when it does, it creates a low pressure area and the air underneath is trying to push up to this low pressure area and it creates what they call lift. Now see, through words, he transmitted faith to me, to where I would have faith to get in that thing and say, this thing will fly. Somebody said, how's it going to fly? The wings don't flop. <laughs> well, I got faith in the law. You see what I'm talking about here? See, you have to have faith in the law. Faith is a law, and you got to have faith in the law of faith. Now, what I started out saying, what got this whole story to going? <laughs> let me finish it up, was that Confession is to your faith as thrust is to that airplane. Without the thrust, there will be no lift. Without confession of God's Word, without speaking, meditating God's Word, you will not develop much faith. And then right on the other hand, you see, you can get that airplane in the air and get it to fly You can have that thing going and things are going well. And you start pulling back on your throttles. It'll still fly. You know, you're sitting up there doing 250 miles an hour. And you pull throttles back half throttle. You're just doing half as much thrust and it's just going fine. But you're only doing about 150 knots. And you think, well, I'm saving gas. Let's pull this thing back to a quarter. So you pull it back to a quarter. You're saving more gas. But your speed's down to about 100 knots now. Well, everything's still going fine, still holding the same altitude. And you decide, well, that's doing so good, I'm just going to shut the gas off. You're coming down, man. I got news for you. (laughs) And see, that's what happens. Your confession, you will never rise any higher than your confession. Now, let me say this to you. I'm going to say it three or four ways. You're going to get it. Let's say it this way. Your confession is the ceiling for your faith. You're not going to get any higher than your confession. The more you develop your confession of the Word of God, the speaking of what God says, the higher you'll get developed in your faith. And you don't get there overnight. It takes time. I didn't learn to fly an airplane overnight. You have to develop yourself. And you're going to make some mistakes, but it takes time, and you have to develop. It's like a child. A child gets up to walk. He falls. He doesn't say, I'll tell you, that walking doesn't work. Forget it. I'm going to crawl. No, he knows it works. He sees too many people walking. So, you see, you have to start where you are, and you develop yourself. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you all of this week we have a CD offer number 7111. It's called The Righteousness, which is a Faith. Single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. Now, the Apostle Paul in Romans, the third chapter, makes a statement there's none righteous, no, not one. But actually, he's quoting an Old Testament scripture. Then in verse 19, he brings it into context, Now we know what things soever the law saith, it saith to them that are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. In other words, he tells you that under the old law there was none righteous. But then he goes on to teach righteousness, which is by faith. Verse 21, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Then he goes on to say, to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just, and to justify them that believeth in Jesus. In other words, the righteousness today comes by faith. And that is what Jesus came to bring is righteousness through faith. Believing in the shed blood of Jesus to redeem us from all sin consciousness and deliver us from the powers of darkness. That's offer number 7111. And it's single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, one 877 until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one 396 9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescapps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast.